Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Bob Casper for Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm a Traeger guy, and I got their Timberline 1300 from Barbecue Pit Stop. It comes with a Wi-Fi app where you can see and adjust your cooking temps while sitting on your couch or if you're out and about. My Timberline has 1,300 square inches of cooking space and the ability to cook up to 12 chickens, 15 racks of ribs, or 12 pork butts. I love my Traeger grill, and you can pick up yours today from Barbecue Pit Stop with locations in Lehigh, Salt Lake, Layton, or at barbecuepitstop.com. Hi, fellow sports fans. It's Ned Siegfried. What would we do without sports? Following our favorite sports teams, whether it be the Jazz or the Utes or the Cougs, takes our mind off the many challenges in life. Accidents and their resulting injuries are certainly unexpected challenges that many people are forced to deal with. If you're one of these people, we'd love to talk to you about your situation. Call us at 801-222-2222. We'll talk to you for free. Or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. Golf course superintendents are the unsung heroes of our great game. Due to the game's efforts, we now have turf that needs less water, courses that are more sustainable, with many now offering natural wildlife habitats. From the days of old Tom Morris, golf course superintendents have given golfers a reason to love this great game. But don't take my word for it. Jack Nicholas agrees. If you love golf like I do, thank a golf course superintendent. A message from the Golf Course Superintendents Association of America and local superintendents everywhere. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Hey, what does it take to be the number one irons in golf? Well, if you ask the engineers at Callaway, they'll tell you one thing, innovation. And they would know because Callaway's face cup technology has made them the number one irons in golf. The face cup technology that makes their irons tremendously powerful actually came from their fairway woods 
and hybrids, which incidentally, those fairway woods and hybrids continue to outperform the competition. Face cups dramatically increase ball speed across the face, and the second Callaway started engineering irons with face cups, everything changed. Golfers started seeing tremendous gains in distance and forgiveness, and of course, the engineers at Callaway keep on innovating. Steelhead, Big Bertha, and Apex irons are all powered by Callaway's game-changing face cup technology, and they've all made Callaway the number one irons in golf. To learn more about the technology behind the number one irons in golf, go to CallawayGolf.com. Callaway, the number one irons in golf. Hi, this is Ned Siegfried. Siegfried and Jensen can help you if you've been injured in an accident. However, one thing we can't do is change the amount of your insurance coverage. You need to do that before an accident. By calling your insurance agent today, you can significantly raise your insurance limits for literally pennies a day. You'll be shocked to find out how little it costs to really protect yourself and your family. To learn more about this and other important elements of an accident, visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Tee it up at Uinta Golf with the new fall arrivals from Mizuno. Discover layers of feel with the new MP20 range. The MP20 is the ultimate muscle back. The MP20 MMC uses multi-material construction for legendary feel and performance. And the MP20 HMB is a playable set of hollow, tungsten-enhanced irons for many skill levels. Let us help you get custom fit for free today. Uinta Golf, home of the 90-day 100% satisfaction guarantee. You might know Mountainland Supply for its turf irrigation products and design services, but did you know that Mountainland Supply also carries holiday lighting? As the temperatures drop and the clubs go in the closet and your spouse says, it's time to get the holiday lights up, think Mountainland Supply. They can help you design and calculate the exact feed of strands that you need to make your home sparkle this year. Using smartphone technology, you can control thousands and thousands of color options with the push of a button. For all your holiday lighting, go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. The second nine, the finishing holes, the closing stretch. It starts now. Here's the back nine, our number two of Real Golf Radio. With the steady, stripe it down the middle, make every putt because it's in your blood, Bob Casper, and that better lucky than good handled dragon flipper, Brian Taylor. Here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome in. It's hour number two, the back nine of Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. Thanks for joining us. Once again, you can follow us on Twitter. At Real Golf is our Twitter handle. Website's realgolfradio.com as well. And thanks to those of you joining us on our great affiliate radio stations, Sirius XM, Channel 211, or any of the uh, podcaster sites, Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and the like. Thanks for being with us uh, on a weekly basis. We appreciate it. 20 years talking golf with you, and it's uh, been a pleasure. This has been an exciting week, particularly. Particularly a good friend of ours, Tony Finau, uh, we've watched sort of grow up uh, literally um, in the uh, in the physical sense as well as yep. into his own golf game. Gets a pick from Tiger Woods to be a captain's uh, pick on the upcoming Presidents Cup team, and this will be a second consecutive Cup after playing in the Ryder Cup last year. And had an opportunity to visit with him in hour number one. If you missed that conversation, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Real Golf. We'll post that for you. You can listen to that interview with Tony in its entirety. Just one of the great guys, and he answers the question about being on the. The 
nice guy list and huh. whether that means something to him or not. He'll, you know, you'll hear from uh, nice guy Tony, but you know, make no mistake, the guy that goes out and knows how to win and how to close guys out. So uh, we'll talk to Tony or you can re-listen to that conversation. We'll welcome in America's favorite caddy. He joins us as usual here on the back nine hour number two and then Golf Channel's Rex Hoggard, who was in Japan with Tiger, gives us some insights on Tiger playing and his picks as well as uh, his thoughts on this upcoming President's Cup. But Bob, it is uh, it is exciting. Tony Finau, Patrick Reed, Gary Woodland, and Tiger Woods himself. Of course, uh, you know, you can add all three, but when Tiger picks himself, uh, when Tiger's involved with anything, especially picking himself to play on the team, that's top headlines. Well, I think uh, it is top headlines, and I think that uh, that people wanted to see Tiger play. He want, They wanted to see him a part of it um, as long as he was playing well, and I think that's what we've talked about as long as he was playing well. And then he goes into the Zozo Championship and he wins that golf tournament by a few shots um, and showing that his, uh, you know, his surgery on his knee and, and that kind of thing is, is, is healed and he's ready to go. So I think it was a great pick. And it will be awesome to see him play. Yeah, it will be fun. And this international team, you know, Jason Day gets the pick. Adam Hadwin from Canada. Sanjay M from Korea. And Joaquin Neiman from Chile. And and I think, it, you know, look, this is the youngest team that the international team has ever put together. And that's going to be somewhat of a challenge. Uh, they also, it's the most diverse team. So Ernie Els has his work cut out for him. Not to mention the fact that uh, this is a vastly superior U.S. squad, at least on paper. And so uh, that's set. That's up the 13th President's Cup. We'll talk about it all coming up next. Some uh, thoughts and, well, will the tide turn? Will the uh, international team get a victory? We'll tell you the history and how it all shakes out next. You love crushing the long ball. Well, so do the pros. That's why they play Callaway. And that's why Callaway is now the number one driver on major tours worldwide. Led by the Epic Flash, with Flash Face technology, Callaway used artificial intelligence to completely maximize distance and deliver ball speed you didn't even know was possible. Basically, they used crazy science to solve very important things like hitting more bombs. What a world. Go own the tee box like the pros. Build your epic flash driver today at CallawayGolf.com. The new Chrome Soft is better from tee to green. To maximize control, you need a ball with a soft, thin cover. Chrome Soft has a tour urethane cover, which feels incredible. Under the cover is the mantle. The guys in R&D at Callaway have tuned this layer to produce a more penetrating ball flight from 50 to 125 yards. Distance control in the scoring zone is everything. More control means more birdies. And I like birdies. This is the dual soft fast core. So what does it do? It produces ultra low spin off the driver for incredibly fast ball speed yet the core is still soft enough for you to compress the ball off the long irons. It's extremely soft and extremely fast. That's the secret behind Chrome Soft. The new Chrome Soft from Callaway. It's the ball that changed the ball. We just changed the putter. Now you need to change yours. A multi-material shaft enabled a radical shift in weight distribution, resulting in a putter designed to improve your actual stroke. Because a better stroke helps make more putts. This is a stroke of genius. Stroke Lab from Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. 
at the first tee. We believe a good grip can be the foundation for success both on and off the golf course. We don't just teach golf, we teach life skills and help drive young people to be the next generation of great mentors. To learn more, visit thefirstd.org. Callaway Senior Director of Brand Management, Dave Neville. What makes Jaws the most aggressive groove in golf? What really grabs the ball where you get the spin from is the edge of the groove. We've been able to make a really, really tight edge radius using some of the proprietary tools that we have. And then in between each groove, we have that groove and groove technology, which are little micro positives that help grab the ball. So you have these 84 contact points on the face to grab the ball and just give you a tremendous amount of spin. Order Jaws today at CallawayGolf.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. And this segment brought to you in part by Callaway Golf and the brand new Super Hybrid. The power of a fairway wood now lives in a hybrid. The Super Hybrid is built to deliver fairway wood-like distance from a high-strength titanium face insert and an all-titanium body. Check it out. It's available in retail now and online at CallawayGolf.com. Uh, we appreciate you being with us. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. And as we mentioned, uh, the, the picks are in. The teams are set. I guess the only question mark now, Bob, is really Brooks Kepka, number one in the world, and will yeah. he be healthy enough to compete and if not then that leaves a little bit of drama in place as well as there could be a potential uh, new player picked another I guess a potential fifth captain's pick by Tiger Woods to join the squad if Brooks isn't able to go yeah it uh that will be that will be kind of fun to see if if something happens where he's get he gets to pick another one I know when he spoke um after making the picks, you know, he was asked, you know, about calling Ricky Fowler and and having to let him down and and tell him that uh, that he wasn't on the team and that kind of thing. And he said it was one of the toughest calls he's ever had to make. So, uh, you know, I think the friendship there, I think the friendship with Kevin Na, um, you, you, you think about also the possibility of Kevin Kistner. Those three guys would all be great. Um, and. But I, I, I think that Tiger, if he if he does get to pick another one, I think it's probably going to be Ricky Fowler. Yeah, I, I can imagine that's a tough call. I, I don't think, especially when you're a peer and you're a friend, to have to call one of your peers and friends and let him know, man, you didn't make this team, and now you really like to be on these things. And um, but you know, I, and he said it was really brief, which. You know, he said, yeah. why would you belabor that type of thing? You, you know, you, there's no sense in, well, you know, I just, uh, I got to tell you, I, I just, when it came down to it, I don't think it was anything like that. It was, hey, Ricky, Tiger, um, you know what? Uh, I'm not going to be, I'm not, sorry, yeah. I'm not picking you this year. Um, just wanted to, to let you know, and I apologize. I know that's a difficult thing, but hey, you just got married. Uh, congratulations. Good luck on, on, on everything. And uh, man, we'll, I know we'll be on plenty of teams uh, together soon. Yep. Thanks, Tiger. See you. Bye. You know, I mean, it, was, it had to have been pretty quick like that. It's not like you're going to try to coddle him or or anything along those lines. It's it is what it is, right? Yeah, it was thirty seconds, thirty seconds to a minute in and out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Boom, done. But still, that's a difficult call. So I guess a little glimpse into potentially who might be that next guy. If he did say that Ricky was the toughest call that he had to make, yeah. that definitely sets up Ricky as potentially the next guy that gets called if Brooks is unable to go. But obviously, we'd love to see Brooks out there and, and to continue his, his great play. And, you know, again, number one on that list. You know, it'd be fun, though, uh, if he were to pick Kevin Na, seeing him chasing the ball into the hole. 
that'd be that'd be pretty cool. Kind of uh, in your face when you're playing team competition. Well, I think in any team competition, we'd love to Team USA to be racing to pull it out of the hole. We see the Europeans do that on a regular <laughs> basis in the Ryder Cup. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Kevin, nah, whoever, man, whoever's going to be on this thing, we can pull, we can be racing to pull uh, balls out of the hole, man. I'm all about that. So uh, yeah, we we need to roll the rock and, and make some putts and, and get a W. Uh, I mentioned the international team here, the youngest for the fourth consecutive cup. How about that? It's a trend of getting it's the last four have been the youngest and again this year will be the youngest squad I mean it just has to be such a challenge for this international team to all come together a lot of youth a lot of different languages a lot of players that are playing on various tours and not necessarily playing to all together on a regular basis that's one of the things we've always talked about that the Europeans may have had some advantage with over the years was that they played on that European tour and they had a bond and they played together and they they were closer more tight-knit and maybe that was some of the reason for their great play in Ryder Cup and and yet, as it's morphed and more European tour players are finding themselves playing on a more regular schedule on the PGA Tour, that theory doesn't necessarily hold up, but they still continue to play well. They've built that history and that that uh, cohesiveness of the Ryder Cup. The international team yet to do that on the President's Cup stage. Well, the international team, you know, it's it's pretty interesting because you, you look down all the captain's picks, all those guys play on the PGA Tour. Um, Joaquin Neiman was is an amateur that's, or was an amateur that, that played well at Augusta and in the U S open. And, and, uh, he won a tournament this fall. Um, you know, and then you look at the guys that, I mean, mean, there's really not any outliers. Everybody is, is well known in the golf community. Everybody plays on the PGA tour as far as the, the international squad is concerned. So, you know, maybe it's, it's kind of morphing back into what the Europeans are doing by moving over to the U S us um tour as well but the interesting thing is is they they they're keeping and infusing the, those youth into um the international squad they're trying to build up some players to be able to um take on the guys in the united states and have a chance uh to get that cup yeah well for ernie L's sake he hopes that that all comes together for for sure uh, another big headline in this as far as those not playing of course we mentioned ricky fowler jordan spieth left off yeah. the list and he has just not played well um, but phil mickelson um speaking of not playing well but what mm-hmm. a run i mean he falls outside the top 50 in the official world golf rankings for the first time in 26 years he finds himself not playing on the president's cup for the first time since its inception back in 1994 in fact he's been on both Ryder and President's Cup since that time. So uh, an end of an era, if you will, of team competition. Many believe that probably should have came to an end at the Ryder Cup last year, didn't have a good Ryder Cup. But, you know, Phil Mickelson has been a staple in this team competition and his level of consistency, even Tiger had to take his hat off to what Phil's been able to do to keep his game sharp enough to stay inside the top 50 and make these teams, to keep his body healthy enough uh, to do the same is, is pretty impressive for a guy that was always sort of the antithesis of what tiger was is if tiger was fitness if phil was you know in and out burger and and yet he was the one that's been able to maintain you know the 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 game at a high level for such a long time yeah no doubt about it uh interesting thing about phil and and how he's gotten to where he's at right now with being outside the top 50 and and not being included in the captain's pick is you know he he plays 20 he played 20 events last year and in his 
what, fifth event of the year or fourth event of the year. He goes out and wins AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am, the year that the U.S. Open is going to be played there. And the the only event that he was lacking as far as a career Grand Slam was concerned, he had, hadn't won the U.S. Open yet after finishing second so many times. But that was kind of his swan song for the year. He got, you know, he got got it going early, but then he, you know, in twenty events, he he made he made twelve twelve cuts and and missed eight. That that's very untelling and and very um, uncharacteristic for Phil Mickelson to miss eight cuts and then really not contend or be close the whole rest of the year after that first. And uh, it, yeah, that was that was really surprising for me. Yeah, it is. Uh, you might say it was unfulfilling. Is yes. that what you were saying? Mm, I like that. <laughs> to go along with all of his fireside with Phil, and we'll just we'll use the PHF sound whenever we can, right? Well, uh, he's trying to keep himself relevant with social media, no doubt. Well, not relevant. He's the king of social media. I mean, come <laughs> on, man, that guy is unbelievable. What he's doing out there, but it's yeah. Awesome. So now he's on his reset. He's lost a bunch of weight, and he's trying to get it back. And he's, he's determined to get it back. And I know he wants to be on that Ryder Cup team coming up next year. And you know, we'll see, right? Obviously, he's gonna have to play his way on. Uh, I, I don't see him getting a captain's pick. I think he's past that especially with his performance in the Ryder Cup but you know unless he is uh, you know and unless he goes out there and just you know kind of blows the doors off things I don't I probably don't see him making that team but I know he's going to give it an effort and Phil has so much talent that perhaps this new you know resurgence of of health and and commitment will will yield the results he's looking for and if it does He's certainly capable, right? I mean, he's certainly capable of, of, of making that happen. All right, just speaking of the President's Cup, this is the 13th playing, as we mentioned. U.S. 11-1-1. The only loss was in, in in Australia. What was it, 1996, I believe? And it was pretty much Christmas vacation, and I don't think the guys were too interested in going down under for that. And and, and they just, you know what, I shouldn't, I shouldn't do that. I shouldn't take that away. The only win for the international team, I shouldn't justify it. But nonetheless, it was a beatdown by the international team um, over over Team USA. And since that time, we've had a couple of events that have come down to one point. Other than that, it's been pretty much all Team USA. Yeah, it was it was actually 1998. But, um, you know, we've only given up one, one point and a, uh, one win and a half, but the U.S. has kind of rolled the, the whole rest of the time. So um, it, it I, I don't know what the difference is between the Ryder Cup and the President's Cup. Uh, everybody say it says it's more relaxing. Uh, the caddy has said that it's more relaxing, um, that the players enjoy it a lot more. Uh, it seems like a funner atmosphere. Uh, it seems like there's no, not as much pressure. It's just an interesting thing that, uh, that the U.S. squad struggles recently as, as of late with the Ryder Cup. But when the President's Cup is concerned, they're, they're pretty free-flowing and winning that thing consistently on a year or every two-year basis. Yeah, Liberty National, it was fun to watch. It was just everything went the way of Team USA. There's no doubt about it. Hey, you know, speaking of the European team, uh, Rory, McEl- Ma- Rory McElroy with a, a win uh, last week at the WGC HSBC Championship. It's win number 18 on the PGA Tour for him. And uh, right on the heels of him saying he'll never catch Tiger Woods, he puts mm. a bow on the year. If you go in calendar-wise, that's his fourth. The Players' Championship, the Canadian Open, the Tour Championship – and the WGC HSBC Championship. That I mean, that is one heck of a year picking up those four wins. 
Rory looks really comfortable. He said golf is just kind of easy right now. And, you know, look, when, when a guy of that skill level says things are easy, I, I expect to see a lot. This goes back to our discussion a few weeks ago, Bob, when we said, you know, yeah. if you're over the next, let's take two years, who are you gonna? Who would you put your money on right now, Brooks or Rory? Because they kind of stirred that up a little bit, and you know I think we both went with Rory. I I love the way Rory swings the club. I like watching him. I'm a fan of Rory McIlroy, and he's you know not that I'm not a fan of Brooks Kepka, but I just love the way Rory plays and the way he drives the ball and he's putting it well, and it just seems like he is just on top of his game and he's tough to beat. Yeah, he did, he is tough to beat when he's hitting the ball extremely well and he's putting well. Um, he's a great ball striker, a great driver of the golf ball. The thing about Rory and and what I've always said is, can he keep focused? Can he keep, um, you know, he came out focused last year. Can he keep focused again this year after coming off a four win, basically a four win, 12 months. So um, that's going to be the thing that Rory needs to um, rely on. You going back to the up down theory? Yeah, kind of. Okay. So we've kinda. seen that. We've seen it a lot. But I want to see, I want to see him string a couple of years together and be up a couple of years. And I think he can, I think he's inspired by what tiger has been able to do. And he realizes, you know what, I'm, I'm ready to roll. And I, I think he will roll. I think he's going to roll right through 2020. I look forward to, I think we're looking for Rory McIlroy potentially to be player of the year in 2020. Well, and if he gets a couple more wins this season, then that, that automatically qualifies him for a lifetime exemption with, with 20 wins on the PGA Tour. Pretty cool stuff. All right, stay tuned. We'll take a short break. When we come back, we'll continue a President's Cup discussion. Uh, our good friend, the caddy, America's favorite caddy, stops by. Rex Hoggard's next. Stay tuned. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Tee it up at Uinta Golf with the new arrivals from Cleveland Golf. Turbocharge your game with the new Cleveland Launcher HB Turbo Driver that delivers more speed for higher, longer, and straighter drives. And the Launcher HP Turbo Irons, which deliver maximum forgiveness, higher trajectory, and increased ball speed for more accurate and longer shots. And the Launcher UHX Irons deliver the perfect blend of distance and accuracy. Let us help you get custom fit for free today at Uinta Golf, home of the 90-day 100% satisfaction guarantee. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. 
Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world renowned and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to hoopsvision.com right now and schedule your free consultation and mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. Hi, fellow sports fans. It's Ned Siegfried. What would we do without sports? Following our favorite sports teams, whether it be the Jazz or the Utes or the Cougs, takes our mind off the many challenges in life. Accidents and their resulting injuries are certainly unexpected challenges that many people are forced to deal with. If you're one of these people, we'd love to talk to you about your situation. Call us at 801-222-2222. We'll talk to you for free. Or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper, thanks for joining us. This segment brought to you by Callaway and the new Jaws MD5 wedges available at CallawayGolf.com. Com, the most aggressive groove in golf, and you can customize them with Callaway Customs. At CallawayGolf.com would make a great gift. Nobody would complain about a brand new Jaws MD5 wedge this holiday season. Check it out at CallawayGolf.com. There are bag rats, and then there are caddies. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. While we can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper, here he is. The Caddy on Real Golf Radio. Yeah, Caddy joins us weekly right here on Real Golf Radio, and we're grateful to have him. Hey, Caddy, what's up, man? Oh, I'm still just trying to recover from the National World Series victory. (laughs) Yeah, man, props. That's awesome. Yeah, and also trying to to deal with my my schedule. I mean, now i got to go to Hawaii. I don't know. Ah, the life of the Caddy. The rock. Yeah. Hey, speaking of travel, so there are 12 caddies who will be headed across the other side of the world, down under, for the upcoming President's Cup. The picks were just announced. How cool is that? You know, for a caddy, how how excited do caddies get when their players make these team competitions? Because I know you had a chance to caddy in the President's Cup. I did. I got, I I had one, and they were both kind of cool because one of them was in South Africa. So that was quite a trip hadn't been there before and then the other one was uh right outside of washington dc so hometown so kind of cool um i in fact uh, on the one for dc i had to fly somewhere else just so i could get that first class ticket back to dc because i didn't want to <laughs> give that up <laughs> yeah, I mean, i'm not giving that up i mean come on and and on the on the flight down to South Africa, what what kind of uh, steerage did they have you in there? I can't remember, but I think it, I'm almost certain it was a charter. Yeah, it was a charter for sure. I think it was the 747, and everybody had their own row, and there was the usual business in first. And of course, I sat in first because I'm just that type of person. Just, you know, kind of took somebody's seat and 
fell, pretended I was asleep for 12 hours. So, <laughs> so you no, were, I think you're was, talking about South Africa. That was the President's Cup. There hasn't been a President's Cup like that President's Cup. I remember watching Tiger. I think Tiger had the putt to tie on the second or third playoff hole. And it was that was it was getting too dark. There's no way we were playing another hole. And Charles Howell was standing next to me, and Charles looked at me and said, sure is nice to have him on your team right now, isn't it? I love that. <laughs> before, before he hit the putt. Before he hit the putt, because you just knew. There's, you're watching Tiger go, there's no way he's missing this. He's Tiger wow. Woods. He's not missing that's, it. And he didn't. That's awesome. Isn't that your yeah. favorite, Bob, that President's Cup? And then everything that went on afterwards between Gary oh. and Jack. Jack. And Jack's like, well, we'll go ahead and share the cup. Gary's like, yes, we'll share the cup. And then it's like, but because we share the cup, that means that we are the defending champs, so the cup stays with us. Gary's like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Gary was not going to concede that easily. I mean, it was he wasn't going to let Jack slip that past him. That was classic. That was quite a memorable week. Got to go on a, a safari. Um, almost knocked over several dignitaries, including George Bush and the president of South Africa by mistake on the first tee. You did? But I did. Yes, I did. Yeah. Well, they were standing there in my way and I didn't really look up to see who it was. So I kind of parted the red sea between them. Excuse me, gentlemen, kind of pushed them into the side to go get the pin sheet in the waters. And then I came back and realized, Oh, these are the dignitaries of the world. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, but the entourage of black suits didn't give it away. Uh, I just, you know, Caddy gets very tunnel vision, very focused. I, I just didn't look up and pay attention to who I was pushing out of the way. I guess so. Hey, hey, and Luckily, who, it, whose golf bag fell off the truck on the way from the airport yeah. to the hotel? Tell that story. I was going to ask that very thing, Bob. I remember that. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. What? I do not even seriously. I don't it was remember. Phil's, that. wasn't it? Yeah, he was. This is a, this is one of the all time caddy stories. Phil Mickelson's bag literally fell off the back like a like the van, like the door somehow popped open and his bag yeah. fell out on the road. I, it, why do I not remember? This no at all? way! It, it, I don't believe this, that. Are you believe this? Of, I don't believe that either. Uh uh-uh. No, I'm 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 I kid you not. That doesn't even ring a bell. Wow! Was this on the? Was this on the hotel to golf course shuttle? Or, or I thought what? it was like no. a shuttle, like airport, right on the airport. Was it airport? Yeah, it was yeah. Leaving, going from the airport. Yeah, Something. I'm going to have to go back into the freezer, get on the website, pull up the podcast and listen to that one. Yeah. Well, Just Dave, maybe you can memory. find that story somewhere, our producer. and That's crazy. It's a little scary, actually. This is disturbing to me. A Phil Mickelson no bag drop story, yeah. I mean, you would think, and the mm. caddy told it. You would think that he would. I mean, I don't know if he's ever forgotten anything. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, well, I don't remember if I forgot anything. Apparently, <laughs> Bob, so better Tiger, better go quick, or this one won't end. Yeah, I know. Tiger has named his picks. He he announced Tony Finau. Mm-hmm. He announced Patrick Reed. Mm-hmm. Gary Woodland. Your pick mm-hmm. because he's the U.S. Open champion and mm-hmm. himself. Overall thoughts. And it is interesting how Tiger picking himself was a no-brainer. How could you not pick Tiger Woods for this event? But prior to Zozo, it would be controversial a little bit yes. to pick Tiger Woods before. It's, yeah. it's weird how that just one thing, what have you done for me lately, changes everything that much. Um, 
but yeah, I think the, the Patrick Reed pick is interesting. Um, that's the controversial pick now. Yeah. Yeah. There's the, the little, the, the little tweet about, uh, him locking up the spot after Patrick won the masters. That that's cool stuff. Yeah, I found that to be really interesting, but not surprising from Tiger. Like, that's one thing. The, his word is important. And so the fact that that tweet was hanging out there, you know, of course, Tiger had no idea what Patrick Reed was going to do for the next 18 months, but the guy was Captain America, and now he's got a major championship and a green jacket. Why wouldn't he somehow, you know, you wouldn't think he would and, even need a And pick. he won this fall. And he won this fall. But I'm too. talking about when the when the tweet was made. Yes, yeah. 18 months ago, you wouldn't think yeah. he would even need a pick. So for Tiger to say that, he probably never even considered that that would even come up. But the fact that it was hanging out there, the last thing Tiger would want is that guaranteed tweet to come back and say, "Well, you didn't. You guaranteed it, but you didn't pick it." So I, I don't know how you read that one. I don't either. Uh, we do know it, it, it's interesting because you, you have the Ryder Cup history of Patrick and Tiger playing together. Um, and in Paris, um, yeah, that, that's, that's interesting. I think Patrick is, uh, he's a warrior in those things, right? I mean, he's going to be, he's going to be a tough guy. I think Tiger likes, Tiger probably likes tough guys. So, but then again, I mean, Tony, Tony Fina is like the nicest guy you've ever met. Right. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think, I think, I think if we ignore the tweet, you say, you know, what made you pick Patrick Reed? And I would think, well, you know, that guy's going to fight to the end, and it, which is what you like in team matches and things like that. So Plus he's like 15th in the world, right? <sighs> yeah, he's pretty good too. <laughs> so, but I think it's, I, I like, I like the pick. I like the pick. Did we leave Ricky Fowler out? Who, who was, yes, who was hanging did. here? Give, give me the top couple hangers here. Kevin Na, Ricky Fowler, probably the two most Kisner. notable. Kevin Kisner could you could definitely have an argument for sure. Mm, yeah, it's it's got to be tough being the guy making the picks. You're you're always disappointing people. What's Never interesting gonna... is you have no Jordan Spieth, you have no Phil Mickelson, and Phil's an mm-hmm. interesting one. And this is the first Presidents Cup in the history of Presidents Cups that hasn't involved Phil Mickelson. Yeah, the times are a changing. Sooner or later, you're just not there. And uh, it's different. We, we've seen Phil on every Ryder Cup, President Cup for, what, 20-some years? Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. So let me ask you both this question right now. Do you think Phil Mickelson is on the Ryder Cup team next fall? Caddy? No. Bob? No. Mm. No, Phil turns 50 next year. I don't think he will be. I think he'll be a... Um, one of the the vice captains. It'll be interesting to see what happens this year because Tiger left it open for a possible another vice captain to be to be with his squad now that he's playing. So I don't know how he gets along with Strick and and uh, Freddie and Freddie. So I you know it would be interesting if he was brought on as a vice captain. Well, he's got to start getting some experience, right? Because he's going to be a captain at some point in time. Well, Caddy, uh, we appreciate you taking some time to join us, man. Uh, I think it's going to be a good President's Cup. And we had Tony Finau on the show and got his reaction. And he said, look, we're not, you know, we we might look like the dominant team on paper, but there's, you know, Tigers told us we're we're not taking anything for granted. We're getting out there. We're going to do, we're going to go out there with the mindset to, to win and bring the cup back. And, you know, nobody wants to be just the second 
team to ever lose the President's Cup. So uh, I suspect you get the best out of these guys. No doubt about it. And it's almost time for my nap, so I've enjoyed the show as always. Um, yeah. Chance to go out you know on a bang say, right there. You know why I say thank you, gentlemen, all the time? I always wondered. Well, it's just in case I forget your names. Oh, okay. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And with yeah. that, it's nappy time for the caddy. Thanks, caddy. Thank you, gentlemen. There it is. America's favorite caddy. You <laughs> It was a little a little all over the place on that one, but we had a good time. All right, we'll take a short break. Show continues next. Thanks for joining us here on Real Golf Radio. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts, and I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy, and it worked. My only regret was waiting so long. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with the latest technology, they give you more options than ever. Do yourself a favor. Go to HoopsVision.com right now and schedule your free consultation. And mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 off your LASIK procedure. Hoops Vision is your key to making sure nothing gets between you and your life focus. It's one of those moments you'll always remember. And here's Ricky on 12. What a comeback it's been for him today. Pin placement is a little tricky. We're seeing something. Uh, something is getting closer. Holy. <clears throat> and that'll cost him. It can be dangerous to drive while distracted. Yet at any daytime moment, almost 660,000 drivers across the country are using electronic devices while they drive. Join me and commit to always driving distraction-free. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. The new OGO Alpha Convoy golf bags set a new standard for what cart bags should be. The new OGO Shadow Fuse 304 stand bag is ultra sleek, but there's nothing simple about it. The OGO Alpha is inspired by tactical military gear and high-performance equipment from the outdoor industry. While the Shadow's integrated design and finest performance materials work seamlessly to deliver absolute efficiency for unmatched performance. Both are in stores now, or check it out at OGO.com. You can tell a lot about a golfer by the way he sets his hands on the club. Is he squeezing the life out of it, or is it like he's cradling a newborn baby? Holding a light so he can feel the club head eliminates tension, increases swing speed, and improves accuracy. These are the things our grips promote. Because the secret to golf isn't how you put your hands on the club, it's the way you put your hands on a win grip. Win, play your best golf. Callaway's new Apex Irons redefine players' irons. Unmatched feel, distance, and control have been forged to perfection to deliver category-defining performance. Apex Irons are the ultimate forged players' distance iron. Callaway's 360 face cups generate industry-leading distance, unmatched feel, and will get every golfer's attention. Tungsten weighting in each iron fine-tunes launch, trajectory, and delivers tremendous control. See perfection in every shot with the new Apex at your local golf retailer or visit CallawayGolf.com and see what makes Callaway the number one irons in golf. 
You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade. You started it. That's real golf radio. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper, thanks for joining us. Continuing now with our discussion about the upcoming President's Cup and the new captain's picks that have been announced this week. Pleased to get out to our good friend and senior writer for Golf Channel, Rex Hoggard is our guest. Hey, Rex, how are you, man? Good, how are you guys doing? Doing good, thanks for spending some time. Exciting news this week as uh, Ernie Els and Tiger Woods both announced their four President's Cup picks, and I think we were all really anxious to see what Tiger Woods would do, especially coming off his win at the Zozo Championship, and sure enough, uh, with his fourth pick, he picked himself, went a little third person, had a good time with that, but um, Tiger Woods nonetheless uh, becoming the first playing captain since Hell Orwin back in 1994. What are your initial thoughts on the four captains and specifically uh, our captain's picks and specifically Tiger Woods being a, a captain's pick by himself? Well, it's, for my first reaction is Tiger Woods hasn't acquired a a flair for the dramatic, right? Like, we all knew he was going to pick himself, but for some reason he decided to wait to make it the fourth pick. Also, throw, as you pointed out, a little third person in there, which was kind of cool with him doing that. But it was, it was pretty obvious. I mean, I think it was funny last night when he talked about uh, his vice captain, specifically Fred Couples, all, even after he didn't make it to the Tour Championship, well, all were of one mind that, yes, Tiger, you have to make yourself a pick. And Tiger wasn't quite there yet. And of course, we all know about the knee surgery and the oblique issues he had going on after the playoffs. And I really think even the first few days in Japan, after the first two rounds of the Zozo Championship, I think he showed himself enough, which is a silly comment to make, but he showed himself enough that he should be a pick. And, and I actually talked to him in Japan about this. It's really the only opportunity we're ever going to have to see this, to be quite frank. If you couldn't do this in a Ryder Cup, because of the format, because you have back-to-back team sessions on the first two days, just because of the intensity of the Ryder Cup compared to the President's Cup. This is really a unique opportunity, and I think Tiger has embraced that. So with Tiger um, taking that pick, um, do, you, do you feel that he's going to um, kind of lay back? He's only going to play the two um, matches that he needs to play as far as singles and, and maybe one other, or do you, do you think he's going to be um, playing more? Well, that'll be the interesting part, right? As it stands right now, because of the changes to this year's matches, he only has to play one of the team matches for Sunday singles. And I think that benefits him because, he, as you said, he can kind of lay back. Now, the one match that I'm sure he will not play simply because of logistics will be whatever the Saturday morning's first team match is, simply because he will have, as a captain, have to make his pick for the afternoon while he's still in the middle of the match. And when I talked to him about this in Japan, again, he's like, you just can't do that. You can't think about trying to win a match and try to figure out how to be a captain yeah. and send your best teams out. So more than likely we'll see him once, maybe twice over the first two days. And he probably won't play on Saturday, which is, you know, the captain's duties will probably be kind of a built in load management, to be honest with you. I mean, we saw what happened last year at the Ryder cup when, you know, I think the, the victory at East Lake and everything that went into it, you could see it was a bit of a letdown. And so I, he kind of has the ability now to avoid that, to rest up, to make sure he's at his best. And you also look at, I mean, I don't think anyone's going to look at the U.S. team and think, well, they have to have Tiger out there. They're going to have any chance. I mean, we, we all know the history of this event. Is that history going to change? Man, I, I, I'd like for it to change at least close enough to where it comes down to the last couple of holes on yeah. Sunday. Now, we had that a few years ago in South Korea. Certainly, we didn't have that at Liberty National two years ago. And, and, I don't think that's good for the event. I mean, there has to be some sort of parity. There's a reason why the Ryder Cup 
is one of the years, if not the year's most exciting event. It's because you have that parity and you have all that emotion and maybe even have a little grudge on your shoulders for both teams and you go out and you don't know what to expect. And I think the U.S. team is always favored on paper, but the Europeans seem to pull it together and always make a game of it. I, I don't know why the internationals haven't been able to do that. And I think Ernie Els, I mean, having watched him over the last year, year and a half, he's done everything he can. I mean, I, it's been amazing to see how intense and, and the type of captain he has been. I just don't know if it's going to be enough. Yeah. The number seven in the world, is that the highest captain's pick in, in cup play that you, I, I don't know that stat. I don't know if you're, you, if you're, if you know that or not, is it, is Tiger is number seven, the highest one that's required a captain's pick? I don't know that. That's a good pick. I mean, my guess would be, if if not, it'd be very, very close. And again, I mean, if we took Tiger's name off of it and said, you know, just the Masters champion and also the fact that he played on X number of teams and the fact that, you know, this is his record in the events, you would have picked him even without Tiger's name attached to it. So I don't know why, you know, he's the only one that seemed to have a problem with it. You know, the interesting thing is that the week before his Tiger's event, the Hero World Challenge, um, 11 of the 12 guys on the team are going to be playing in that event. Um, and then they have to travel to Australia. The events ending on a Saturday gives them a day to travel before they get there. Um, thoughts about having to travel that far and, and, uh, and, and maybe, um, kind of having some jet lag and, and that kind of thing with, uh, those guys going into the match. Well, that will certainly factor into it. I think part of the things that Ernie has done sort of pushed his guys to play the week before the President's Cup. I think it's the Australian Open. Just for no other reason, as though it's being played on a course of anything close to rural Melbourne, but but just to get acclimated, spend a week down there, and get your body, get your body clock up to date. So you're you're best when it comes time to play the tournament. And Lawrence, a lot of his players are doing that, and I think that's going to be a huge benefit for them. And, and I I don't know how it could impact the U.S. team. I think more than anything, it'll be preparation. You'll just, you won't see guys out studying the golf course like you probably normally would had they had the proper amount of time. Rex Hogger, Golf Channel, joining us here on Real Golf Radio. So, uh, obviously, Tiger. What about the other three picks? Tony, uh, Patrick Reed, Gary Woodland, your thoughts on those guys? I mean, yeah, I mean, as much as Tiger Woods was not a surprise, I think to a certain degree, Patrick Reed was a surprise. I mean, Tony Finau plays phenomenal. He was one of the bright spots on the U.S. Ryder Cup team last year. I think he was a pretty straightforward pick. Gary Woodland, you could say the same thing. I mean, obviously the U.S. Open champion, and he, he played well at, uh, at the Zozo. But I think Patrick was always going to be in line for that fourth pick, and he has played well in the fall, and we all know he's Captain America. However, the other flip side of this is we also know what happened last year when he was leaving Paris, and he sort of aired some dirty laundry out of the team room. A lot of players took exception to that. In this particular case, I think it would have been very easy for Tiger Woods to sort of move past Patrick and in the name of team chemistry, if anything else. But I'll give Tiger credit on this one. Look, he, he, this is called leadership. And this was his way, I truly believe, of saying Patrick's going to be a, a part of these U.S. teams. We need to find a way to work him back into the fold. And this is probably a good start. You know, the outlier right now is is Brooks Kepka. We don't kind of know what's going on with his health. Um, that kind of thing. If Brooks is not able to go, who do you think who do you think is going to get the go- call? Is that going to be um, Ricky or Kisner or Kevin Na, or is there somebody else? Well, I, I kind of thought about it as, as Tiger went deep into his picks and didn't pick himself. And there was a scenario where Tiger could have picked four players last night that weren't Tiger Woods. 
And knowing probably, because he has spent a lot of time talking to Brooks, that Brooks probably isn't going to play the matches. I don't know that to be true. Uh, by all accounts, he's, he's recovering. We don't know if he's going to play or not. But when we talked to, to Tiger about it in Japan, he made it clear that he stressed to Brooks that take your time and do what's best for you. Don't worry about the U.S. team. You're on the team. If you can play, great. If not, if anyone is going to understand taking time off to make sure your body is healthy, it's going to be Tiger Woods. But the way it'll work out is if Brooks can't play, Tiger has until Wednesday of the match week to make I think Ricky Fowler would be in that mix. But at some point, logistics come into this, right? I mean, is, is Ricky going to get on a plane and fly to Australia just on the out chance that Brooks can't play? I think if you look, there is something to be said for Tiger has one more vice cap today. So what he can do is he can pull someone along, and then you would think Bubba would be one of those players, certainly Zach Johnson, a vice captain right now, could step in. And the last time we were in Australia, this was a scenario. I believe it was Steve Stricker at the time who was kind of long but also had a golf club in case someone physically couldn't go. He could be that last second, 11th hour addition. Would he, would he? Do you think he would pick one of those guys like Ricky or something like that to be a vice captain? I think so. My guess is would be if Brooks cannot play, and we don't know if he can or not at this point. Uh, if he can, I'm sure he gives Tiger uh, enough, you know, head head start simply because of logistics of getting to Australia. I would guess that Tiger has already spoken to whether it would be Kevin Kisner, which a lot of people thought, having won the match play this year, and you know what he has done in a kind of a short career, but a very good career in these types of events. Uh, uh, Ricky Fowler, of course, would be on that radar. I think Kevin Na had to be on that radar as well, as well as he played. So I think any of those guys would probably be on notice right now to, to be prepared to make a last-second trip to Australia. Rex Hogger joining us. And, you know, the, the real question, Rex, that I, th- I think inquiring minds want to know is Tiger said he had coffee with Brooks Kepka, and Brooks told us at the U.S. Open that he's never had coffee. So I'm just wondering, <laughs> what did he drink? Did he have his first coffee? I, I doubt it. We all know. I mean, Brooks is a freak in the gym. And what he, he's got his own chef. I mean, he probably had some sort of, I don't know, some sort of soy milk nonsense. Well, you got to get on that. You're you're in Florida. You got to help us out on those kinds of things. Find out who, what he was drinking there when he had coffee with Tiger. Hey, uh, real quick, before we let you go, uh, just, just your thoughts on uh, Phil Mickelson. Uh, obviously, it, it, it's a, a bit of a historic week for Phil, you know, maybe not in the right way, but, you know, falling outside the top 50 in the world golf rankings after 26 years, uh, his first President's Cup that he's not going to be um, playing on it. I mean, it, it really comes to light the amazing career that Phil Mickelson has had. It really does. And, you know, I don't know what I expect from Tiger Woods not making the team. And, and, you know, Tiger is very good about putting stuff in historical context. But he did have a moment where you kind of got this sort of insight into where Tiger's mind is at right now. It's where he thought, well, everything comes to an end. And you threw me back a little bit because I'm kind of like, wow, that's, that's sort of a mean thing to say right now. I mean, it, I know we're not at a funeral, but still, it's, for him to acknowledge that everything comes to an end, and I think Tiger Woods. He knows, I mean, these are precious years that he's clinging to, and he needs to look no further than Phil Mickelson as his paradigm of what's going to be waiting for him at the other end. And I think what Phil has accomplished, as pointing out the top 50 in the world, making every team since his first one, I mean, that's absolutely amazing. And I think that will leave a bit of a hole in the team room down in Australia. Now, again, it's a new team, and things are changing a lot recently, but he has always been a big part of all of these teams. Without him down there, I think he will be missed. 
Yeah, it was pretty matter of fact. You're right. Tiger was, he didn't really get too sentimental about it. It's like, hey, things come to an end. <laughs> so you're right. It was it was interesting the way he pointed that out. But yeah, maybe all game face, like coach speak, right? Uh, hey, next man up kind of, kind of mentality for sure. So, hey, Rex, thanks so much, man. We really appreciate your insight. As always, good to visit with you. And uh, we'll look forward to chatting with you again soon. Hey, boy. Thank you. There you go. Thanks, Rex Hoggard, Golf Channel, senior writer, joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. Stay tuned. We'll wrap up the show next. Hey guys, BT here, and Bob and I are two happy customers of Barbecue Pit Stop. I'm absolutely in love with my new Yoder YS640S. This is the most versatile smoker grill I've ever used, and its Wi-Fi makes it a cinch. I feel like a barbecue pit master. Hey, whatever you need from grills and smokers to rubs and sauces, Barbecue Pit Stop has it for you in one of their three locations, Lehigh, Salt Lake, or Layton, or online at barbecuepitstop.com. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried & Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried & Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedJensen.com. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Tee it up at Uinta Golf with the new fall arrivals from Mizuno. Discover layers of feel with the new MP20 range. The MP20 is the ultimate muscle back. The MP20 MMC uses multi-material construction for legendary feel and performance. And the MP20 HMB is a playable set of hollow tungsten enhanced irons for many skill levels. Let us help you get custom fit for free today. Uinta Golf, home of the 90-day 100% satisfaction guarantee. Hey, ever wonder how your favorite golf courses in Utah look so good? Pros and golf superintendents agree you should turn to Mountainland Supply for your turf irrigation needs. Mountainland Supply is the exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. What does that mean for you? When you need irrigation products for your lawn, you can trust Mountainland Supply will not only have what you need, but they can assist you in designing your sprinkler system with smartphone technology controllers, drip irrigation, pipe parts, and tools. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. 
All right, welcome back to the show. It's been a fun one. Thanks to Tony Finau, America's favorite caddy, Rex Hoggard, all joining us here on this week's edition of Rogue Golf Radio. Thanks to you for tuning in. Thanks to our producer, Dave Glauser, who does a great job as always. Congrats to the captain's picks. Tony Finau, Patrick Reed, Gary Woodland, and Tiger Woods for the USA team. For international, Jason Day, Adam Hadwin, Sung Im, and Joaquin Neiman. Uh, should be interesting, a little less than 30 days until the President's Cup 13th plane gets underway in Australia. You know, something that the caddy said afterwards, Bob? is mm. uh, when we were done talking to him, he just in the break, he said he expects that Rory McIlroy will exceed Phil Mickelson at some point in time. We got to talk about that next week on yeah, the show, but think about that. That's the kind of uh, confidence that, that uh, the caddy has in what Rory's doing. Yeah, I agree with him. Um, uh, I agree with the idea that um, Rory needs to do that probably over the next 10 years. He's, he's going to have to, you know, win – two to three events a year. Um, and that's going to require some consistency. And that's where Rory hasn't been consistent over the, over his career. He's, he's been that up down kind of a guy. So, um, we got to watch and see if that's going to happen. Well, that is definitely something to discuss. The caddy dropping that in the break. Uh, we will talk about that coming up on uh, consecutive show or, or uh, upcoming shows for sure. All right, again, that'll do it for us. We sure appreciate everybody for joining us. Follow us online at uh, realgolfradio.com and on Twitter at realgolf. For Bob Casper, I'm Brian Taylor. We'll see you next week right here on Real Golf Radio. Thanks for listening to Brian and Bob on Real Golf Radio. Join us on Twitter at Real Golf or on our website at realgolfradio.com. It's been real. 